Hey there, what's up with you? Welcome. Why am I talking so weird? I don't know. Hey, welcome to this edition of The Shaleen Show. It's Car Smart Friday, and I'm so happy that you are in the passenger seat because we are going for a ride. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. I'm actually shocked right now. I'm surprised, I should say, that I'm recording this because I hadn't planned on it. I just left the studio. I recorded my audiobook for the 131 method. Whoop, 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 whoop. And yesterday, I did eight hours in the studio, which the guy was kind of like, that's kind of unusual. Usually people only do two hours, four max. I'm like, really? <laughs> well... I guess you haven't met me. Anyways, so I did another eight hours today. Not a complete eight hours. Like, we take breaks and stuff. And I think we're pretty much done. I'm going to have to go back and record some pickups. You know, he'll listen through it and find places where maybe I stumbled over words or mispronounced something, which is probably pretty likely. And then I'll go back and record some pickups. And, uh... I think we're pretty much done with the audiobook. So very, very excited. By the way, thank you so much to every one of you who's already pre-ordered this book. I just can't even tell you how much that means to me. And thank you for allowing me to thank you. Like It means a lot to me when you send me a DM on Instagram or on Snapchat and just I love it when you're like, Shalene, I ordered the book. Like That means a lot to me because then I can personally say thank you. Not that I think I can say thank you to every single person who orders the book, but like, I know people who are pre-ordering it. Like This is something we've done together. I hope you feel that way. I feel like it because you've been on this journey with me the entire time. I won't spend too much time talking about that because I want to get to the topic at hand, which is confidence. And what made me think about this was how good I felt walking into the studio. And I was thinking back on the first time I ever walked into kind of a professional recording studio, a sound studio, to record something, which was back in 2004. I had the opportunity to record a motivational. No, it wasn't 2004. Let's see. I think it'd be 2006, maybe? Yeah. I recorded a motivational audio program that went along with my fitness program called Shaleen Extreme. And I told my folks, my partners at Beachbody that I really wanted to have this have a a motivational concept to it that wasn't something you watched, but something you could listen to on repeat. And they were so accommodating. And even though that had never, to my knowledge, been done before at that point, They were like, we get it. And they let me do that. So I went into the studio to record that. (laughs) And I'm just thinking about how nervous I was. I don't even know how it sounded. I have no idea how it ended up sounding. But I just felt so unsure walking into the studio to record that. I have no doubt that it took way longer than it should have because I was so nervous. I lacked self-confidence. And one of the reasons why I lack self-confidence is my first tip to you if you're working on your confidence, because really, who isn't? We should all be working on our confidence, I hope. My first tip, if you're working on your confidence, is that nothing gives you more confidence than experience. 
Think about anything that you do repeatedly, you feel much more confident at it. The first time you learned to ride a bike, right? Like you were very nervous. And that was a long time ago. You are so old, who can even remember all the way back then? Just kidding. But think about something that maybe not too many years ago you were nervous about doing and now it's like, oh my gosh, it's second nature. Maybe it was going live on social media. Like I even remember my heart racing the first time I did that. I remember, I think it was on Periscope. Yeah, it was Periscope. And even though I'd done a lot of video, I've never gone live on social media before and I remember my heart racing and not quite knowing how to act or be or like thinking like, okay, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? And I was nervous. I lacked confidence doing that. But now it's so second nature. I'm just, you know, it's just a phone. You hit play, you hit go live and boom, there you are. So if there's any area in particular that you need to improve confidence, in fact, let's start with that. Think about what area is it you want to improve your confidence and don't say in everything because that's not true. There are plenty of things that you are very confident about. Situations that you're confident in environments around certain people and you've got confidence. So I think the first thing we should do is just identify in what areas would you like to have improved confidence and pick one or two specific areas. And now what I want you to think about is how can you get more experience doing that thing? As adults, we've got so much control, right? We can kind of decide what situations we want to be in and what situations we don't want to be in. If you are an introvert or if you lack confidence in social settings, guess what you don't put yourself in very often? Yeah, social settings, which means that your confidence stays low because you don't have to practice it. Anything that we do over and over again we get better at and when we get better at things we feel really confident about them so here I am walking into the studio yesterday to record my audiobook and let me tell you how I felt excited what a difference from the first time I recorded in a professional studio what was different I'd done it before I'd done it many times since then. I don't, you know, who knows how many times? Thousands of times since then. Not only had I done it, but I was experienced. I was practiced. I've taken vocal lessons since that time. I've taken breathing lessons. I've taken criticism and feedback about my voice on my podcast or in other venues. And I've worked to improve those things. I had written the book, so they were words that I was already familiar with. In other words, there was very little that was unknown as I walked into the studio. The unexpected makes us nervous, and it can make us feel anxious because we don't know what to expect, so our brains expect the worst, and when we feel nervous and anxious, it kills our confidence. So the next tip that I have for you is Do some Googling, research, you know, anything that makes you nervous. Figure it out in advance. Whatever it is. I mean, I'm trying to think of examples right now and so many are popping into my head. I don't know which one to share with you first. But let's say, for example, here's one. I can tell you this. Whenever I'm going to be interviewing someone for my podcast, 
For example, this last weekend, I had the opportunity to interview Captain Sandy. She is the captain on this huge, huge yacht that sails through the Mediterranean. It's called, the reality show that she's on is called Below Deck Mediterranean. And I had the opportunity to interview her and I really want to interview her about leadership. Now, that's a celebrity, or at least, you know, a reality TV celebrity. And so in the past, I might have been nervous about that. But one way that I make sure that I don't feel nervous is if I feel like I know the person really well, inside and out. So whenever I'm preparing for a meeting, whether it's a a meeting where someone's going to be interviewing me, or I'm going to be interviewing them, or even if it's with a company that might end up being an agency that we hire for our company, I do my research and I I try to find the names of everyone who's going to be there and then I find every possible thing I can about them and I study it. So for Captain Sandy, and obviously I told her I do this and I, I don't hide that I do this, I think of it as like research. I watched past episodes, I watched clips, I watched television shows that she was interviewed on, I listened to past podcasts, I watched talks and presentations that she had given, speeches, I read her bio, I read blog, I read absolutely everything I could. And then in addition to that, I studied as much of her social media as I could find. I mean, I really, really dig deep. And what that does is it makes me feel like I know the person, like very, very relaxed, very familiar. And I try to do this no matter what the circumstances are. Again, even today, going into the studio to record, I try to find out as much as I can about the engineer that I'm going to be working with and where the studio is and what I can expect and what the room looks like. So don't walk into situations without knowledge. You know why? Because you don't need to. You can Google freaking anything and everything. If there's a, a party that you're uncomfortable about going to, you can Google the person's address and know where they live. You can probably find images of the inside of their house. You can probably find out who's going to be there and know a lot about them. Oh, there's another example. Yeah. I mean, these ideas are coming to me so fast, I can't even get them out of my mouth. So last Tuesday, this is going to be a shocker because you know me. Brett and I went to a party where there were like actual people. You know we are homebodies. You know I am an outgoing introvert. So I love people. I just really like being in my sweatpants at night watching a documentary more than mingling. And here's the other thing. I'm so turned off by people who are fake and phony and hobnobbing and pretending like they're interested in you because they're just social climbers. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't have time for all that. I prefer to spend time with you. So we rarely go to parties. Oh, and P.S., we never get invited to parties and it's probably because we're not very friendly or something. I don't know. Maybe it's because we always decline the invitation. I don't know. But anyways, my friend Natalie Jill, you probably know her. She's Natalie Jill Fit on Instagram. I love Natalie. And in fact, Brett and I were at Natalie and Brooks. Brooks is her husband. We were at their wedding and we've just become really good friends. But she lives down in San Diego. So we went to, she said, I'm having a dinner party. I know you don't go to these things, but I really would like for you to come. Brooks's birthday party, I'd love for you to come. I'm like, oh, 
okay, fine. I mean, of course, I'm available on Tuesday. I love you. Let's do it. So we went down to San Diego and Natalie freaking knows me. So you know what she did? She sent me the name of all the couples who were coming and gave me their social media handles. I was dying. I'm like, okay, she so knows me. And their social media handles and a couple of links to podcasts that a few of them had been interviewed on. Of course, she like hangs out with like amazing people. So that was really cool because then I got to spend time listening to a couple of these podcasts and and watching a few of their social media things. And I'm like, oh, I already like these people before I even showed up. You know what I mean? So that was cool. There's another example. And I did that because I'm usually uncomfortable in new social settings and new social situations like that because I just don't know people. And I walked in feeling like I pretty much knew everyone. I almost felt bad because I'm like, oh yeah, I just listened to an hour podcast of you. Like you're just meeting me for the first time, but I feel like I know you. So it was really cool. My next suggestion to you is you've got to focus on what you're doing, what your purpose is, and how God has called you to live your life and stop thinking about and worrying about what other people are saying or doing or thinking because that will knock you off your confidence like nothing else. I mean, the moment you start worrying and thinking about what people are thinking about you, you get into your own head which doesn't allow you to focus, which makes you feel less confident. And that's a recipe for disaster. You aren't going to make everyone like you. You can't change people's minds. And you need to be you. In fact, the only way you're ever going to be liked is by being authentic. Because everyone can spot a phony from a mile away. Everybody can. We all can spot someone who's being overly nice or overly bubbly or whatever it is or just fake. I mean, maybe we can't spot it, but I think most of us can. And more importantly, when you're not being your true self, it just feels awkward. It feels like you're wearing someone else's clothes and it's hard to figure out even what you're saying and doing and it's exhausting. It's far easier to just be who you are and as my friend Dr. Michaela says, just see who's left standing. You know, I remember when she told me she was, well, I mean, I kind of knew it was in the works, but she basically said she had reached the decision that she and her husband were were separating. And she said, you know, part of me is really worried about how people are going to judge and that they won't know everything that went into trying to make this work and all the work that we've done. And at first she said, I felt like whenever I told people that we were separating, that I also needed to tell them, you know, our years of effort and work and therapy, etc., and all the things. And she goes, and then I just realized, you know what, this is me. This is who I am. And take it or leave it. Whoever's left standing, great. Those are the people who I can trust and rely on. And I just think it's a great attitude to have. It's so true. When I think about my own confidence, not only do I not 
try to think at all about what people might be thinking about me. But I take it one step further. And I've never read this like on a blog or anything like that. I'm just sharing with you what works for me or in a book or from a psychologist or a confidence expert. I'm just sharing what works for me. I pump myself up mentally. It's almost embarrassing. Like if I tell you the things I say to myself, you're gonna go, wow, what an ego. But you have to understand, I'm not saying these things out loud. It's something I do to pump myself up, like to coach myself, if you will. So when I'm walking into an environment or when I start to hear that little voice of self-doubt, I get louder than that voice with positive affirmations. Perfect example was today while I was recording the audiobook. There was a point at which I was kind of getting brain dead. I really needed to take a break. My voice was getting a little weaker. And I kept reading the same sentences multiple, multiple, multiple times. And because I was thinking about how much work the engineer was going to have to put into like, you know, editing that, then I started getting in my head. I'm saying to myself, oh my God, you keep messing up. He hates you. (laughs) You're going to take up so much of his time. He thinks you're the worst. I started doing that in my head. And then I thought, okay, no, change that little dialogue. And I started telling myself, he can't believe how meticulous you are and how you've noticed yourself without him having to tell you that you didn't enunciate that word and you are saving him so much time by going back and just knowing on your own to restate that sentence. And and I started just like in my head, pumping myself up like, wow, he's so impressed. This is so good. You are so meticulous. And I started like almost like the exact opposite of what I started saying to myself. And it slowly really boosted my confidence. And then I stopped paying attention to the negative voice and I stopped making so many mistakes because (laughs) once you start picking away at yourself, oh, it's just a recipe for disaster. Here's another tip for you. There are certain people who make you feel very confident and then there are those who make you feel a little judged, a little like you're not good enough, or maybe they say things to you, or maybe it's just the way you feel. That's important to note, okay? You can't just blame it on that person. Like, I don't know, they just make me feel judged or like I'm not as good as. Okay, you can't blame them for that. That's on you. Unless, of course, they're saying something specifically. But sometimes people make us feel like that because they are reflecting a mirror back at us. And we're, we're seeing things that we don't want to admit or we're not comfortable with about ourselves. My point is just be aware. Just be aware who makes you feel confident and empowered. What people make you feel other than that. And then spend more time with the people who make you feel confident or go get a confidence boost from that person before you need to go do the thing that you don't always have a lot of confidence for or with and about. Another example, yesterday, again, going into the recording studio, I wasn't nervous, but a little bit of that old self-doubt from the last time I went into a recording studio must have crept in because I found myself thinking about how much better I would feel if Brett was there because he gives me confidence my husband gives me confidence he's the ultimate 
cheerleader. Like he's my PR department. He says the nicest, kindest, most motivating things. He's just so sweet that way. And so sometimes if I'm in a situation where I'm not terribly confident, I might use him as a security blanket. And so here I was yesterday knowing that I needed to go in to record this. And I said to him, it would be so awesome if you stopped by sometime during the day and maybe like brought me some bone broth or something. And he's like, oh, okay, I can do that. You know, and he stopped in for like three minutes yesterday while I was recording and brought me some bone broth, which is really nice on my throat, by the way. That collagen in it, that'll really help save your voice. In fact, I drink that whenever I do live events to help save my voice. But anyways, just him walking in made me feel confident. But my point is, you've got someone who makes you feel that way. So just get a little dose of them. Get a little shot in the arm from them if you need to before doing that thing where you lack confidence. But you've got to stop thinking about what other people think because you're not going to change their minds and you're just making things worse for yourself. And it's diminishing your own confidence. You also need to stop doing things that don't make you feel good about you. Nothing diminishes your confidence like doing things that you feel crappy about. Let me give you an example. This happens all the time, and I just need to say right now, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> this is so weird. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but this is so weird. I will be thinking a negative, unflattering thought about somebody. And let's just say I am so shallow that I've taken a screenshot of their social media and I am putting together a text message to say things that are gossipy or judgy or not very kind about this person and I'm sending it to somebody else. Every single time, every single time, I'm not kidding, that message disappears. And I'm like, oh! and every time it disappears, I'm like, okay, that was God, that was Jesus saying you are better than this. I'm not kidding. It happened to me yesterday. I swear. I was composing this long message. It wasn't very nice. It was none of my business. I was gossiping. I was being judgy. I was not being a very good person. And I was composing a text message to somebody else. And like all of a sudden my phone malfunctioned and it was just gone. Every time that happens, I just remind myself, oh, you do not need to recompose this. You need to get yourself right. You need to recognize that God just did you a favor. And when that doesn't happen, because there's been some times when that message did get sent, I feel bad about myself. I don't feel good about gossiping or doing things that aren't very kind or very nice. That doesn't feel good. And when we don't feel good about ourselves, our confidence is low. Conversely, what makes us feel great is when we do things that are really nice for other people. If you just want to feel good, then do something kind for other people. On the day that you need to do something that normally you would lack confidence doing, whatever that is, on that same day, figure out what you can do for someone else. And it might just be sending a really nice long message or leaving a voicemail or writing a card or helping someone or stopping by and dropping off a gift to someone who you know is going through a tough time. Like there's plenty of people that you can think of right now who you could do something nice for and that's gonna boost your confidence. This one might sound a little shallow. I hope it doesn't because it just is what it is. I don't make up the rules, people. I'm just an observer and a reporter. 
and a guide and a teacher and a helper and a sharer. But I do notice, I think you will agree, I hope that you'll agree, that when you are prepared and when you look and feel your best, your confidence is higher. So when I feel like my confidence isn't great, I spend a little extra time getting ready. I pick out a nice outfit. I spend a little extra time making sure it fits well. I pay attention to my makeup and my hair and I give myself permission to spend that extra time so that I feel really good about my appearance. I know, I know, I know, I know. We're all supposed to be able to, you know, have self-love and without any eyelashes on and with your splotchy, wrinkled skin and, you know, in bright sunlight and without doing your hair and wearing your sweatpants. Self-love. Okay, that's great. I love who I am, but I ain't gonna lie. I do not have nearly as much confidence as when I'm wearing a badass outfit and my makeup is on point and my hair looks good and I love these shoes and I know this is a great outfit. Like, boom, my confidence is higher. And when my confidence is higher, I'm much nicer to people. I go out of my way to make other people feel secure and happy and confident. And it's got a trickle down effect. The same is true like when I'm exercising. You've done this where I'll go to work out and if I look in the mirror and I'm like, what am I thinking with this outfit? It looks horrible. I usually don't have a very good workout that day. It doesn't make me work harder. I'm like, oh, geez, what in the world? And my energy's lower and my workout's not as good. So it might sound shallow, but it really does pay to put a little effort into your appearance. When you put effort into your appearance, people treat you differently. They look at you like someone who cares about their appearance. So therefore, if you care about yourself, they know you're a confident individual. We treat people differently when they look like they were cleaning out the garage all day versus they look put together like they've just come from the office, like they're probably in charge of a pretty, you know, important team. I swear, you might not outwardly treat them different, but in your mind... You think of them differently. You show them more respect. Someone who looks like they know what they're doing. It looks like they're in charge. It looks like they are an important person and they're confident. You definitely hold them in a different regard than someone who looks like, and you know, by the way they're dressed and their body language, that they don't have confidence. Which is my next point. Body language. You want to be a more confident person? Start walking around like you're a confident person change your body language. Now, I told this to a friend of mine who had really, I don't know how to describe it, but almost like insecure body language. Like she always would like have both of her hands on her stomach. Like she was trying to hide something, which was really strange to me because she's very fit individual and always like shrugged her shoulders. And like, I don't know, just the way I would describe it is she seemed scared, nervous, and almost like the way someone would be if they were like caught naked. You know what I mean? Like it always seemed like she was trying to hide herself. And I'd mentioned to her how she could really change her mental state by changing her physical state. And she said, but I don't even know how to do that. And I said, pretend you're imitating someone. Like you, you could imitate someone's body language right now. Practice doing that. Practice doing it to the point at which it becomes 
your body language. Hey, listen, I want you to take those last two tips I've just given you and I want you to put them into practice tomorrow and I want you to reach out to me on Instagram and tell me if anyone notices. I want you to spend extra time tomorrow getting ready. I want you to look like a million bucks. So that means so you're not late. I need you to start tonight. Like, I don't care if it's Saturday or Sunday or Monday or fun day. Tomorrow, no matter what day it is, I want you to spend extra time like putting yourself together, which means tonight I need you to pick out your outfit. I need you to lay out all your things. I need you to get extra sleep so that you look better. And tomorrow I want you to spend a little extra time going the extra mile to look like a million bucks. That's number one. Number two, I also want you to imitate the body language of the most confident person you know. Who is that person? I want you to picture them standing in a power pose with their hands at their sides, their feet slightly apart, their shoulders back, their head lifted slightly, and a big smile on their face. Do you know what people make you feel? Think about the way you feel when you see someone who seems scared and timid and nervous and shy and lacks confidence. Most of us feel a little uncomfortable, like we have to take care of them. You don't want to feel that. And how do you feel when you're around someone who you know they could save the day? You know they are bold and confident and they are a leader and you don't have to worry about anything in their presence. How does that person make you feel? At peace, safe. Don't you want to make people feel that way? All right, so imitate that body language all day tomorrow. And I really, really, really want for someone to notice. I want you to be like so obnoxious about this that like people are going to notice. There's so many things I want to help you with when it comes to your confidence. By the way, I don't know if you know this, I actually have a program, a virtual coaching program on confidence. In fact, I'll leave a little bit of information for you about that at the end of this episode. But here's the last thing I want to leave you with is so often our confidence is diminished because of the messaging that we play in our head, the beliefs that we have about ourselves that we've adopted from an earlier experience, like an earlier childhood experience or from something that someone has done to wrong us. And I know you think you've moved on from that. And I know you know it was wrong. It wasn't healthy. And that you didn't deserve that as a child. Or as an adult. No one ever deserves that. And I'll bet you got a little bit of anger. Maybe towards yourself, which you shouldn't. But hopefully towards the person who treated you that way. I hope you don't have much respect for them. You shouldn't. But most importantly, I want you to stop giving them a percentage of your life. Because if they're robbing you of your confidence, they're robbing you of your ability to make other people feel safe. How dare they? How dare they? But you see, you're giving them permission to do that by allowing their words and the beliefs that you've formed from them to occupy space in your mind. So I need you to turn down that volume. Maybe I need you to work through these things. Like if it's just you can't talk yourself out of that, this is a perfect scenario, a perfect situation where by working with a trained EMDR specialist, 
EMDR. They can help you to reprocess those memories and become a more confident individual. It's mindset, beliefs. Those things can be changed through our own experiences. But the quickest, fastest way to do that is with the help of a professional. And I know you hear me regularly talk about therapy. So thank you to those of you who have, you know, you hit me up in social, you're like, hey, by the way, thanks for always harping on that because you're right. I just went to a therapist for the first time and oh my gosh, Shaleen, why did I wait? Why did I wait so many years of hearing you talk about it before I ever did that? By the way, I've got an episode planned very shortly about how you can find the right therapist, how you do that. It's pretty cool. That'll be out in a couple of weeks. Anyways, that's it for today. I don't know if anyone's told you this today, but you are beautiful. You are worth it. You're an amazing individual. I freaking love you. You're smart. You're funny. You're intelligent. You're caring. You're kind. You're sweet. You're brilliant. You've got so much in your life to look forward to. You've touched so many people's lives and you've got, I mean, God has big plans for you. You should be very confident. You are meant to be here. Your life has purpose. It has meaning. I love you. You are the bomb.com. Thanks for spending some time with me. I'll talk to you soon. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for US residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you wanna be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.